Welcome, everyone, to your Falcon and the Winter Soldier podcast by Fantastic Geek, the official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. Here today to talk to you. We told you as soon as we launched the Falcon and the Winter Soldier feed, there would be news. And there is. Indeed, Pete. Super Bowl Sunday. Uh perhaps the most uh the the most less best watched super bowl in the last 13 years or so that not the fault of marvel studios nor the falcon nor the winter soldier which aired curiously aired a short commercial that ultimately directed one to go to youtube immediately to go watch the full two and a half minute trailer uh for the first season of falcon and the winter soldier but it worked with something like 150 million impressions of the ad between the Super Bowl and the first 24 hours online. One of the most viewed things that Marvel has put out there. And here we are, Pete, <laughs> the show that was, that was you know, felt on the cusp of release last Super Bowl, or two Super Bowls, I guess one could say. And then with this most recent one, here it is, Pete, again, just next month when this show comes out. Yeah, and it was a curious decision to not show the entire trailer. I don't know what kind of inside baseball might have been at play there. I mean, you buy enough of the ad as opposed to, you know, all right, hey, go online for this now, online now, you know, code for this is on social media uh, and watch it. But yeah, enormous response, Matt, this as, you know, where... We're on WandaVision Eve. Happy WandaVision Eve, everybody, for episode six, which I know a lot about, Matt, and I can't wait to talk about on Scarlet Sunday when we podcast. But as as for Falcon the Winter Soldier here, I have to admit, Pete, knowing some of the particulars, having seen the the you know, the scant amount of footage shared at the Super Bowl last year, uh I mean, look, obviously there's going to be action and adventure and some laughs along the way and some great effects, uh, practical stunts, digital things, and so forth. I found myself, I found myself in the last year thinking more about the, the weight that has been handed over uh, to Sam Wilson and then the story having this, this very noble and exciting uh, arc, which presumably at the end of this, you know, is it the one season? Is this a limited series? We're never quite sure with some of this, but presumably at the end of the six question mark episodes, uh, Sam Wilson is Captain America and all that it would mean to have an African American captain and all of that that I kind of, I must admit, I lost sight of the fact uh, of the, the fact presented in this most recent trailer, which is this is a buddy action comedy good time have fun you know dudes being dudes but not rudely so just dudes Mm -hmm. sometimes being knuckleheads and sharon carter comes in there and knocks their heads together and says let's go and and all of that before we even dip into what probably is very intentionally a villainous force that's meant to comment a bit on our real world but pete we have falcon and the winter soldier having fun together and having fun with us as we watch Yeah, and the trailer really sells that, and the way it ends, what you didn't see in the in the Super Bowl commercial, that's obviously in the larger trailer, this back and forth with the with the counselor and everything there, that they can be both 
serious and humorous and the idea that their rivalry or perceived rivalry is in some way childish. And, you know, what do they both do in the trailer, Matt? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they both wield Captain America's shield. Um, So it's not going to be something that immediately, I will be the Captain America. No, I will be. And this is a show that is going to examine racial identity uh, in particular, the, the lesser uh, scene story of what it is like to be uh, an African-American man uh, in our times and even in, in a fictional universe set several years from now um, that's important and cogent and needs to happen. Um, so really, really looking forward to this now, having seen as much as we have, you know, you mentioned the pulled from the headlines, nearly storyline, Matt, about what rampant nationalism. And indeed, Pete, as you were talking, I was saying to myself, and this is no joke here, I was saying to myself, you know what woman who appears to be number two baddie, who's donning a mask. She reminds me of that Enfist nest person. Uh, I think that's her. I mean, I mean, actress Erin Kellyman uh, is in The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so hopefully it's not a big spoiler that she's playing. Pete, I won't say what character she's playing, although... She's not as... playing Enthus Nest, and I'm a little disappointed about that. I hope we're going to return to that at some point in Star Wars. Uh, but yeah, uh, and again, to, to stick her in the, what you see in the mask, in the trailer... Um, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised. It, it's Marvel, so there's always surprises. But to the level that they're going to do some things on this particular show. And this is after the just mind-bending WandaVision through five episodes that we, we've still got four more, thank goodness. All I know is when it comes to this show, and again, we've talked many times before on this podcast, we've talked on our WandaVision podcast, uh, on all sorts of things on uh, FantasticGeek.com, we've talked about how this, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, was supposed to be the show that came out first, then WandaVision. Obviously, that not the reality. We've also talked about how we go from kind of the, the high uh, theorizing from WandaVision to something that I think we can assume there's not going to be as many mysteries like is what we're seeing real you know it might be who's the mole or who's the baddie or who's going to have a who's going to have a turn halfway through the first season from good to bad but it won't quite be that level of of um you know playing along at home there but I think that that's in a certain sense that that mystery of WandaVision is being replaced with as you're saying Pete a not super deep, not super hidden, not super inaccessible look at race and, and, and you know, nationalism and, and these topics where I think we as a viewership living in, living in this real world where we got WandaVision first and you can sit and go, wait, is that sticker an actual hint? Let me pay attention carefully to now let's talk about something that's a little less Twilight Zone and a little bit more, you know, in your neighborhood or in your in your town, some of these issues, um, and still look just as close and still have those discussions, not about do you see the Stark label on the side of that thing, but rather 
what does this episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier mean for how I perceive those around me, how others perceive others, and so forth? You know, this connected universe model of storytelling, film, and TV now, as as TV as Disney Plus is. I mean, they're, they're once-a-week movie installments. But, uh, you know, this is more of a rock'em sock'em, whereas WandaVision, a little bit more psychological, a little bit more of a thriller, the comedy aspect, everything there. I think it can still be as complex. Um, I think you'll get those Easter eggs. You get the things that we're going to theorize and and dig deep on and and really, really look for. Um, But there's commentary. These have something to say. And you know, there's the surface level and then there's the metaphor level and any artist is not going to do it. And, and Marvel is tremendous at this without having some underlying message uh, that that needs to be talked about, to, that needs to be examined there. I think, too, again, when comparing these two shows, some of the early discussion for WandaVision was, you know, like, Am I having the right amount of fun? Like this is mostly an entire episode that's just a just a mere sitcom, and there's maybe a couple theories in there. Like like you know, am I having the right amount of fun? And again, this trailer saying, you know, don't worry about that in this show. It's not set up as a claustrophobic mystery box. You know, I would expect Pete, just as with a lot of these movies, we might start mid. We might start mid-story. I don't necessarily mean mid-story of the six episodes. We might start as they are wrapping up a mission or as they are about to drop on their first team-up mission that they're on, you know, whatever the particulars are, and have that big you know, teaser act, first act, kind of razzle-dazzle thing where you go, oh my goodness, that was on par with uh, the building attack in Civil War or the, uh, the attack on the castle in Age of Ultron. Oh, right, this is... This is just, quote unquote, just a TV show. I'm really hooked in because, again, let's not forget that first episode was designed to be the hook for Marvel Studios on Disney+. Plus. Um, so, I mean, just this notion of, as you said, Pete, rock'em, sock'em, fun, then settle into some of these larger issues. You know, it's like, bring it on, Pete. There's enough of a challenging world going on here. <laughs> yes, we can have some we can have some more complex storytelling in this show along with the basic stuff, but let's have some fun while we're at it. And this was to be the one that let it all off. So you know that they were going to come out of the gate strong, that we get this one in the in the second position in the follow-up. Um, and for me, I mean, yes, uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, but getting Baron Zemo in the mask and, all right, we don't get to see him wearing it in the trailer, but he's holding it. They, they know exactly what they're doing. And I'm really, really anticipating the the performance, what we get of Zemo in this. This is the perfect avenue. You know, none of these guys holding down a movie just yet. I mean, and again, he was the villain, even though you had Avengers fighting Avengers in Captain America Civil War. But, you know, this model now of the, the limited series on Disney Plus to feed into and out of the movies, um, you know, the, the perfect way. For, forget making a two hour movie, Matt, two and a half hours in, in you know, uh, um, Civil War. Let, let's do this over 
five and a half or, you know, four and change and whatever and get a longer storyline and more of those characters. And he's a character I think is going to really, really chew it up. Yeah, particularly when, you know, in this post endgame with this post endgame perspective, I suppose I should say, you can look back and realize that, yes, the MCU is made up of all these movies, but it's also the most expensive TV show ever made in that you have all these different episodes and these different seasons and the shows interconnect, quote unquote, the shows interconnect. Um, I mean, to the point where what does Disney Plus recommend after watching, you know, last week after watching WandaVision 105, it recommends watching Age of Ultron. So you can kind of go back to the earlier previously in the MCU and you can see the origin story for Wanda and uh, Pietro. Um, And and indeed, Pete, from this midpoint, no no broad spoiler here, um, but from this midpoint of this season of WandaVision, I would say there's a less than 50% chance of a second season for story reasons. Um, I don't think you're getting Wanda and Vision uh, both back for a second season. Having having seen none of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Pete, what would you put the odds on that because it is a slightly different uh, animal and because one of those actors is not headed to a Marvel movie filming immediately in terms of Wanda being in Doctor Strange 2. What would you say the odds are for season two of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Greater, but still, that does not seem the way that these series are being conceived. Um, more possible would be it's the vision and the winter soldier winter vision show or something like that like that this is the evolution of this medium in terms of you know all right you you don't do four seasons of the a-team anymore you know uh ba goes off on an adventure and we get his backstory and then there's the face chronicles and you spend some time with Dirk Benedict. And then it's, it's everybody's favorite cigar chomping leader. It's the Hannibal show. And he makes some friends and, and goes and and does a heist and it's a different type of tone. So, you know, it's, it's really peak storytelling in terms of we're not going to do it's It's a, it's a superhero show every week. That's where WandaVision's been so great in terms of just bending genres. Um, they are really operating on a scale of 10. The execution is at an 11 right now. And then you look at what uh, on the surface Falcon and the Winter Soldier looks like. And I just anticipate Matt being in like late March and being like, oh my God. No one saw this coming where they did this and we're having a a super involved conversation. And then we've got Loki coming after this, which is just going to be, you know, mind blowing in terms of what they do there with timelines and, you know, all the antics and real world versus fictional uh, stuff that they're going to uh, attempt to uh, get in the nooks and crannies of. So really, really looking to how different each of these can be and that characters can return in other shows, in new shows. 
Yeah, and as stated in our prior podcast, which, by the way, side note, thank you to everybody who has found the podcast since then. Uh, so, so honored to have people pressing that subscribe button and uh, joining us for this you know, forthcoming awesome adventure that is uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, but again, to circle back to that, to, to that prior podcast for a second, the notion that the Loki series has the wiggle room to be weird and you're not going to think it's weird um wandavision you didn't i mean obviously if you if you knew the concept you knew it was going to be weird but kind of naturally if, you, if the last time you saw them was infinity war you say oh, i don't get how this is going to be genre bending so again i think this pattern of we had the weird theory-based show and then it's going to be a different set of tools for falcon and the winter soldier and then something completely different again for loki it, I mean, it's just the right combination. It's exciting to be, it's it's exciting to be in this right, especially midway through Wandavision. There's kind of no expectations. I mean, we have some general outline, but there's kind of it. It could end up in a whole bunch of different spots. Um, and then the fact that we don't expect that for Falcon and the Winter Soldier might that be setting up all sorts of twists and turns. You know, we'll we'll certainly see whether it's on this feed, whether it's on the pop culture podcast feed, where where all our podcasts go. You know just all of these adventures it's like <laughs> welcome back marvel studios we missed you and we needed you now more than ever oh my god and matt you mentioned uh people finding us they're already finding the falcon and the winter soldier podcast by fantastic geek we have our first apple podcast review this left for us by disappointed in bootant uh, it's a five-star review the headline uh is best mcu podcasters out there matt and it reads, Matt and Pete of Fantastic Geek offer the best podcast with reviews and speculation of Marvel, TV and movies, Star Wars, Star Trek, and more. They are insightful, knowledgeable, and entertaining to listen to, and they have a good following and really value their listeners. Give them a try, and you won't be disappointed. Pete, so, so honored to have that review, uh, blushing as I hear those words, uh, and certainly at the top of the list there, yes, we do really value that relationship with listeners, whether it's getting feedback, you know, even if it's just, you know, we get it that sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not easy to stop and, you know, write a review or send that email or even, you know, send that tweet or message on Facebook and whatnot just because life is busy, but you know, we, we hear from people sometimes privately, you know, hey, this is my, this is my, my ride home from work. This is my, you know, my respite from the crazy world. And Pete, you know, it's, it's a crazy world. By the time Falcon comes out, you know, it will have been a crazy world for an entire year with an end in sight, but not an end in, in present. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that we certainly, certainly do value. And it's a constant discussion Matt and I have off mic in terms of, uh, you know, listening and incorporating our our listeners, our followers. And I think if you're good to them, they are good to you back. It is reciprocal. So uh, thank you for the review there. Disappointed in Bootent, not disappointed in Fantastic Geek. Uh, and, and hopefully we can keep it that way. If you want to help us get over to Apple Podcasts, uh, leave a rating, takes seconds, leave a review, takes a little bit longer, but again, you help people find us. WandaVision Podcast by Fantastic Geek has blown up, thanks to our listeners, We're burning up the charts on Apple Podcasts, and we are anticipating doing that with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. B, 
because of you on the other end of this speaker here. So Pete, how can we hear more from our listeners? How can they reach out to you on Twitter? You can get in touch with me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 11,779 followers, can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast, comment on fantasticgeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek with the PH, all one word, like it today. And just like with Apple Podcasts, our Facebook has been blowing up new people uh, along for the ride here. So another way, you know, not every piece of social media is for everybody, but just another avenue to, uh, to get involved, to have your say, to follow along. Pete, I'm not going to make any predictions when we're going to podcast Falcon and the Winter Soldier again, especially looking at... <laughs> looking at the marketing job that was done for WandaVision, you know, it's all Disney marketing. So tomorrow there could be a billboard in Times Square. Yeah. There could be an art installation in Oakland <laughs> on Thursday, Thursday of next week, whatever it might be. So we will certainly jump and podcast whatever the latest Falcon and Winter Soldier news is as soon as possible on this feed, on our pop culture podcast feed, simulcast always there. And, you know... Again, I don't want to make any promises. It'll be soon. It'll be as soon as news warrants, and certainly we'll have uh, multiple episodes counting down uh, right before the season starts. But for now, Pete, I will say adios to all our listeners and give you the final word. I have a plan.